0: Welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase.
1: I'm Brooke Griffin and my cookbook is Skinny Suppers.
0: Skinny Suppers is 125 lightened up healthier meals for your family. You tested and developed these recipes with Skinny Swaps. Explain Skinny Swaps.
1: Yeah, so this is... Um, how I started um, making these recipes and it was just a uh, little tricks that I came up with. Um, and so, you know, a couple of the tricks were, you know, one, I cut out all heavy cream and I learned to make sauces using, um, you know, nonfat milk as a base. The other, um, another skinny swap is I do often in the recipes is I actually um, swap out mayo for non-fat Greek yogurt pretty often and regularly um, when I'm cooking. I also love to use real butter and extra virgin olive oil um, and actually even cheese, but I've just learned to um, use less of those. And I've found that um, you can really have good flavor and good tasting recipes um, without having to use so much. And um, you know, another little trick that I like to do skinny swaps is I call it I, I do what I call um, fake frying and it's really just a method of um you know taking um, a poultry like chicken and adding a lot of seasonings on it and um you know breadcrumbs and seasonings and then using it um uh, baking it, excuse me, in the oven as in, instead of frying it um, in, you know, a deep fryer or on the stovetop. So these are just some swaps that I've, you know, started, I started cooking and now it's kind of become a way of, uh, of life and become a lifestyle. And that's really how I um, cook now every day.
0: What are your five strategies for balanced meals?
1: one of the the main ones is just it's all about portion control and making sure that you know regardless of what you're eating that you're just mindful of your portions I like to pack up um, you know my plate and then if it's my son's plate with you know veggies and fruits first and then kind of adding um, your main course um, you know next so you have a lot of filling fiber packed foods so you can eat a lot but you're eating a lot of, of, of the right things and um, and then another thing that I've done um, you know since I started Started this journey is, of course, water. You hear that all the time. But, you know, if you will actually drink water before you have your meals, so just having a water bottle on hand and um, while you're cooking your meals, you know, just go ahead and sip that and drink water. You're going to actually eat less just naturally because, um, you know, a lot of times we eat, we think we're hungry, but we're actually thirsty. And um, and then one of my favorite tips is just, you know, when you start cooking healthy and your family responds well to, um, to a dinner that you make, you know, be mindful of that and start making that deal or start making that meal a couple times a month. Um, so if you have you know two or three dishes that your family just loves, you know, when you get out your meal planning calendar, add that to the calendar every month and that's gonna make it easy on you and you're also gonna have a great meal that's healthy um, on your calendar every month for your family.
0: And you do have a handy calendar in the cookbook.
1: Yes, you know, meal planning was really important for me to, um, to talk about in this cookbook because I grew up with that saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, and it's no different with dinner time. So there's a 30-day meal planning calendar, and there's also great tips on how you can you know make your own and just really make this a part of um, your healthy living plan for you and your family.
0: Now, can you tell us how your life changed in 2011 and you started your journey with SkinnyMom.com?
1: Yes. You know, 2011, I look back, it's it's a pretty um, a bittersweet time for me because it was the most difficult point in my life. I was going through an unexpected divorce. I had just had my son, so I was a brand new mom. But during my pregnancy, I had gained over 60 pounds and I was battling depression and anxiety at this point, um, really trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. And um, one of the first things that I did is I said, you know, I want to kind of reclaim my health. I Want to start working out. And so I started um, a blog called SkinnyMom.com, where moms get the skinny, started posting um, the workouts that I was doing, and also started, um, you know, really um, cooking a lot more of my meals. I, I quit eating out um, as often as I was before. And I started um, taking a lot of family recipes, a lot of recipes I would see, and making these skinny swaps and posting those online. And um, and that was the start of my journey Friends and family um, started coming to the blog and then a few hundred moms, a few thousand. And, you know, now it's, um, you know, read by by millions of moms every month, which I'm, you know, bigger than anything I could have imagined at this point. But um, they, they keep me encouraged and committed to keep going.
0: You have such a great story. How did this cookbook come about?
1: Yes. So the cookbook came about, um, actually as a surprise, um, in November, 2014, it was just an ordinary day. I was checking my email and I had received an email from, um, an editor from a large publishing company asking if I had ever thought about writing a cookbook. And so I immediately was just really excited about the opportunity. And what's so interesting is, you know, um, Back in 2011, when I was going through that difficult point in my life, I started journaling and um, it became a daily practice for me. And one of the things I had journaled in 2011 is that I had wanted to write a book. And really? So now, a couple years later, it's coming true. So um, just a very, uh, very, very unique in how it happened because they really came to me.
0: I think this cookbook is both an amazing resource and an inspiration for moms out there who may feel like there's no hope and no way to accomplish their dreams, whatever they may be. Do you have any advice for that, Mom?
1: Yeah, you know, I you know, being in that place. um, I would encourage anyone, especially because, um, you know, I think a lot of us have dreams. And so maybe your dream isn't to write a cookbook, but maybe it's to take a class or, you know, to um, go back to school or or adopt a child, whatever that dream is. I would say, hold on to it, um, write it down. I think that's so powerful when we write down our goals and our dreams, but trust timing. I think timing is everything. And so even if the door's closed today, just have hope hope that It's going to open up in the future. And then I would say um, probably the biggest thing for me is, you know, people oftentimes say they they throw this out there and they say, you know, you're so fearless and how you go about things. And I'm like, no, if you only knew, I'm actually scared to death most days. And there's, you know, little voices of doubt that come up. But I think when you set out to live your dreams or things that you want to do, it's not required that you're fearless. It just requires that you show up every day, just show up, keep going. You may not see the success right away, but if you keep being consistent and doing it, I just, I believe that good things come.
0: I call that walking through the fear.
1: I love that. Okay, I've not heard that. And I actually have a pin. I'm taking that down. <laughs> walking through the fear. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because you always get to the other side. Nothing's permanent.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, the fear, I think, is what holds so many people back.
0: You have a motto never eat a bad meal twice. What does that mean to you? Yeah.
1: So this motto, um, you know, came about during that time because I think, you know, when you you talk about um, dieting or changing your lifestyle, um, you know, there's a lot of fad diets out there, there's a lot of, you know, lose it quick type things. But I think um, when it comes down to it, having the attitude, That it's not gonna be all or nothing and that making it a lifestyle. So for me, I had to give up on saying, okay, if I ate bad today, I'll start tomorrow. Or worse, I would sometimes say, I'll start next week because I like (laughs) to start on Sunday. And so once I started repeating that and getting that in my head, it allowed me to forgive myself. We're all going to want to enjoy food. It's all about balance. And so I would, you know, if I had, if I ate great for breakfast and then, you know, maybe, you know, we had cupcakes at the office and I wanted to enjoy that. I just made sure to eat you know a healthy dinner and so once you start doing that regularly it becomes your lifestyle and you'll be so surprised at how healthy you are eating over time.
0: What is the one kitchen tool that you can't live without?
1: I have to cheat and say two so I have to have my slow cooker and I also have to have this in spiralizer the spiralizer that I have and I bought her book and I try to spiralize everything these days.
0: <laughs> now what exactly is spiralizing?
1: take vegetables. So think potatoes and beets and zucchini, and it will actually make them into zoodle type shapes. So you can use those as bases for, I swap it out for pasta. Um, Oftentimes I'll use zucchini in place of um, whole wheat pasta when I spiralize it. So it's really fun. Your kids will like it. Um, Yeah, that I would say that that's kind of the hot tool in my kitchen right now.
0: So I saw your Fitness Universe Championship routine, and you were so strong. How do you stay strong without bulking up in terms of nutrition and fitness?
1: Well, thanks for watching that video. (laughs) (laughs) I look at it sometimes and I'm like, wow, you did that back then. But <laughs> um, so, um, you know, what I think it's all about, for me at least, is um, I'm very big on functional fitness. And so I love to do moves with my own body weight. So a lot of push ups, a lot of burpees and squats. And then I believe um, when it comes to working out, I um, usually use weights, um, handheld weights that are um, less than 10 pounds, believe it or not. I just do a lot of repetitions. And so that's kind of just my philosophy and then I think it's all about um, your the way that you eat that's going to be about 70% of staying in shape at least based on my experience that's what I've learned so it's all about um, balance portion control and then um, making sure that you get a great balance of fat protein and carbs because you need all of it, you know, to, um, you can't cut anything out, um, exclusively i found.
0: The other night for dinner, I made your recipe for chicken fried rice on page 121. Cool. So this makeover of a Chinese favorite was a hit in my house. Everyone loved it. And I noticed that the recipe didn't call for any salt or pepper. And I'm a huge salt and pepper fan, but it turned out to be so flavorful even without adding salt or pepper.
1: That's, very encouraging to hear Susie. Oyster sauce naturally has a lot of sodium and so that's one reason I didn't add salt to this dish because that was already so salty Um, and so that's encouraging to hear that you didn't think that you needed to add anything that it had really good flavor.
0: Where can we find you on the web?
1: So you can definitely find more information at SkinnyMom.com or um, on all the social accounts at SkinnyMom Um, and then on Instagram, I'm also on Instagram at Brooke J. Griffin.
0: Thanks, Brooke, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Susie.